From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Monday, August 8th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Today, the Syrian army presses ahead with an assault on the eastern city of Deir al-Zur, and residents of one of London's poorest areas experience unprecedented rioting. We've never seen anything like this in the last 20 years. It's a disruption of service, of life, and of businesses. Also, why China wants the U.S. to get its financial house in order. Why should poor Chinese be lending money to us so that we can spend more than our income? These stories and more coming up. BBC News with Sue Montgomery. Share prices across the world have continued to fall amid fears that America could slip back into recession and that Europe's debt crisis could worsen. After heavy losses last week, the Dow Jones in New York has fallen again by nearly 5% and Europe and Asia saw big falls earlier. Duncan Bartlett reports. The worst-hit stock market in Europe was Greece, down more than 6% on Monday to its lowest point for 14 years. Greece's debt problems were seen as the trigger for the whole Eurozone crisis. In London, the FTSE index lost another 3.5% on top of the 10% fall it suffered last week. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones opened lower as the market gave its verdict on the downgrading of America's AAA-plus debt rating. Investors longed to see a consistent, credible plan of action to tackle the debt problems. Instead, they've been offered numerous schemes that try to patch over parts of the problem. President Obama tried to reassure the world markets by saying that he recognised the need for the US budget deficit to be tackled. Mr Obama blamed the downgrading of the US debt rating on political deadlock in Washington. It's not a lack of plans or policies that's the problem here. It's a lack of political will in Washington. It's the insistence on drawing lines in the sand, a refusal to put what's best for the country ahead of self-interest or party or ideology. And that's what we need to change. Mr Obama called for a change in political will and proposed tax reforms and adjustments to programmes like health care. Unrest has broken out in London for a third consecutive day, this time in broad daylight. Central Hackney was cordoned off as youths armed with baseball bats smashed shop windows and hurled missiles at police officers. The violence appears to be coordinated over mobile phones. The BBC's Alex Kruger was reporting in the area when she witnessed a crowd surge. What I've just seen down the side street is buses being attacked. Oh my God, here come hundreds of people. Some of the demonstrators were smashing at the, the, at the floor of the bus with wooden sticks. They did let the driver get off unharmed, as far as I can tell. There are a lot of people around, a lot of them young. The mayor of London is cutting short his holiday. Syrian state television says army units have begun to withdraw from the central city of Hama. It said that they had completed their mission and that life was gradually returning to normal in the city. Security forces attacked Hama more than a week ago, escalating the violent suppression of mass demonstrations in the city. Dozens of Syrians were killed in the assault. A number of Arab nations have joined a growing chorus of international condemnation of the government's use of force against protesters. Kuwait and Bahrain have recalled their ambassadors to Syria for consultations following a similar move by Saudi Arabia. World News from the BBC. 
The United Nations Refugee Agency says a flight bringing aid for victims of the Somali famine has landed in the capital Mogadishu. It's the agency's first airlift into the city for five years. 100,000 Somalis have fled to the war-ravaged city in the last two months. But a BBC correspondent says getting the 31 tonnes of materials from Dubai to Mogadishu is relatively easy. Distributing them is far harder. Police in Burundi have killed three gunmen after a heavy exchange of fire in the capital, Bujumbura. Eyewitnesses told the BBC the men were shot dead while attempting to surrender. Local people said the three were members of...